Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. I hope that you all have been doing well. So first things first, before we get into this episode for today, I wanted to talk about the website and give more of an update for you all. At first, I was thinking about launching the website on Friday, March 12th. But then after I wrote out the script for this episode, I realized I really hadn't been contacting or speaking to God about when he wants the website to go up. So I'm not going to give out a date. I'll just let you know beforehand. So just, you know, be checking the Instagram for more updates and such. But it's just something that ironically relates to the topic of this episode And, you know, I feel like I've just been taking the driver's seat and just, you know, been taking off instead of just stopping and slowing down a bit. So it's pretty ironic how I'm learning, how I'm working too much without God and not working with God and not working behind God. So the website will go up soon when I am not sure, but hopefully soon. I just think that it's so exciting that it's beginning to become so much more real and not just an idea for me anymore and not just something that God has placed on my heart. And I am so excited for you guys to be able to see it and to be able to interact with it and to hear your thoughts and suggestions and feedback. I'm just really so excited. Now, back to this week's episode. This week, we are going to be talking about learning to slow down and becoming more patient in our life. I see this as something that I definitely need to work on and something that I have been struggling with for a very long time. I often find myself wishing and thinking of the future rather than enjoying the current moment or season that I may be in. For example, right now, you know, I'm recording this on a Monday. As with every Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, all I can think about is like, I cannot wait for Friday. I cannot wait for the weekend. Like I just want to skip all through school, just hope time flies by or for the current, you know, kind of season I'm in, you know, early March. I cannot wait for spring break, which isn't just a few weeks. Like that is all I can think about. That is everything that is getting me through. I'm like, okay, we're one day closer to spring break. It's, it's one day closer, one week closer. Like I'm just so excited. And it's brought up a thought to me that I feel like we often over-romanticize the future and all of its possibilities. Because on one hand, it's super interesting to know, like, we don't know what the future holds for us, but there's so many possibilities. Like, I never thought I could have a website or a podcast or, you know, be consistent on Joyful Heart. But, like, look what God did, you know? So it's really exciting. But on the other side, it's not guaranteed for us. The future is not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I feel like it's also kind of telling God, like, I'm not content with what you are providing for me right now. It's saying, well, I'm not happy in my current season, so I'll just focus on what's ahead or what could be ahead. 
Now, with this, I'm not saying that we will all naturally be content when things are really rough and tough. Because without Jesus, our minds always see things as glass half empty rather than glass half full. Essentially, as humans, I feel like we are often very pessimistic and negative people. And it isn't until we experience the fullness in Christ that we can learn and grow to be content in any and every season that we may experience in our life. Because we realize that if we have God, nothing else compares or matters as much as he does. The reason this topic came to mind and was, I felt, you know, placed on my heart by God because I heard someone explain it to me in such a way that always really stuck and resonated with me. You know, the way they explained it is like when you are saying, oh, I wish it was then, I wish it was now. You're basically trying to like wish away your current season. And like, you know, as I said, you know, you're telling God like what I have now is not good enough for me. So I'm just going to hope for the future and just forget about my current circumstances. It's saying what you've provided for me right now, God isn't meeting my standards, isn't meeting the qualifications or what I expected for my life right now. Because, you know, I mean, it's a natural thing. We want to skip to the more interesting and happy seasons of our life. You know, would you rather think about seasons of rest, vacation, marriage, you know, fun, exciting things, or think of exam season, finals, midterms, you know, um deadlines for work a project for work you know a presentation for school or work you don't think about that you don't want to do that even though we have to we don't want to and I feel like with everything going on right now everything kind of gets like monotone it's just like straight line there's no highs there's no lows it's just average as they are for me right now and everyone else around You know, we're just kind of going through the cycles of school and work, then weekend, school, work, then weekend. And it just gets so repetitive, like you kind of get stuck in this funk. So we're like, well, I'm not all content. So let me just focus on the future, focus on what's ahead and just, you know, use it as kind of like a countdown for, okay, one day closer to breaking out of the repetitiveness and getting to do something new and more exciting than what we've been doing for the past, like, two months you know but each day if we have a pulse we have a purpose it's the everyday little interactions and events and situations that we often overlook in our life like yes if you go out and you are spreading the gospel to another country state or group of people that is so much more exciting and so much more memorable but i think a lot of the times we and i know this is something that i fail to do is we fail to understand how God can do massive things in more smaller realistic scenarios. I say more realistic because as believers, we are not all meant to be missionaries, pastors, leaders, or the people in the front lines or the people that are like the face of the church. That's not for all of us. If we were all the pastors, then who's going to do the other things? Who's going to help the children? Who's going to speak out to the more vulnerable? You know, we all can't fit into those quote unquote big roles. But in saying this, that doesn't make the other roles less important or less exciting. 
God has a unique role and plan for each and every one of us. So that leads us to 1 Corinthians. And we're going to start off in 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 19. For the body is not one part, but many. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I am not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, because I am not an eye, I am not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But now God has arranged the parts, each one of them in the body, just as he desired. If they were all one part, where would the body be? And then next we are going to get into 1 Corinthians 12, 27 through 31. Now you are Christ's body and individually parts of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, the gifts of healing, help, administrations, and various kinds of tongues. All are not apostles, are they? All are not prophets, are they? All are not teachers, are they? All are not workers of miracles, are they? All do not have the gifts of healings, do they? All do not speak with tongues, do they? All do not interpret, do they? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. And yet I'm going to show you a far better way. We have to be careful not to devalue a season in our life because it's not interesting or it's not exciting by worldly standards. Instead of trying to speed up life with wishful thinking to the future, because that's the thing. We really don't know what's ahead of us. We won't know the future until we live through it. And it's not always so pretty. You know, as I said, we kind of over romanticize it. Sometimes we look more forward to our future weddings, future homes than we are looking forward to, you know, seeing Jesus and loving others as Jesus would call us to do. Sometimes doing the dirty work, sometimes doing the hard work, you know, and I think it can cause us to lose sight of what we do have. And I kind of wanted to get into more of kind of like a personal story on how this relates to slowing down and appreciating the good of what we currently have. So in November and December of 2019, I was literally, and when I say literally, counting down the days and the seconds until my study abroad experience in Rome, which would take place January of 2020. And for me, this was so exciting because I got to go to Rome, which is one of my favorite places, and it was just so exciting. And it was like my first official time out of the country, except for two cruises I had been on, one to Canada and another to Mexico, which don't get me wrong, were as amazing. And I'm so grateful for those experiences. But the cruise to Mexico, I was very young, and honestly, I don't remember much. And the cruise to Canada, we were mainly in Alaska, which is a very, very, very beautiful state. I absolutely loved it. But we only spent three hours in Canada because we went through a train. So it wasn't like being in the country and getting to experience it. And, you know, with Mexico, I wasn't old enough to actually remember it. So this trip to Rome would be my first real experience out of the United States for two full weeks. And I was flying by myself, like without any parents, which was so nerve wracking. So, you know, there's all of these emotions and these 
feelings, these worries, these doubts, but this excitement and this wonder, like, I wonder what's going to happen. I'm so, 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 so excited. And I'm sure my family and friends were very used to every single countdown I would have, you know, as each day, week and month that would go by got me even more and more excited and also nervous, you know, and I would have these kind of like countdowns that I would announce be like, oh, this time next month, this time next week, this time, you know, in the next 24 hours, like I will be in Rome. I just could not believe that I was actually given the opportunity to go and that it was all happening and everything was going so well. Like I kind of got scared. I was like, this is going all a little too good for me. So it was pretty much all I could think about. Like I wanted the weeks to fly by so I could just be there already. Even on Christmas Day, like one of my favorite holidays because I love spending time with my family. I just love the whole, you know, the reason for the season, which is, you know, Christ's birth, even though we don't like technically know when he's born. You know, the whole just the, the idea of it. I just love it so much. And even on that holiday when I was with my family, my mind was constantly on Rome. Same thing on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. It became so much more real for me. Now, for those that don't know, you might be like, okay, if she's really talking this trip up, it must have not been what she expected or ended poorly or didn't end well. But to my surprise, it was amazing. Like I had a great time each and every day. I didn't have one day where I was like, I hate this so much. I want to go home. Like I did not want to go home. I was so happy. Like I went with such great classmates in which I got along with every single person. Everyone was so kind and helpful. And like, I just felt so comfortable with them. And, you know, we're all still friends to this day, which is great. And we had a really great professor and all of our tour guides and like exchange students were so incredible. And when I got back home, everything went to reality. However, this would not be for much longer. Now, you guys have to let me know how you feel about hearing about COVID because I know for some people, like they don't mind, it really doesn't bother them. But for others, they don't want to hear about it in their escapes, you know, which I understand both ways. So, you know, let me know if you feel strongly one way or another. But the trip and the weeks after marked the end of normalcy for a very long time. And this was nothing anybody could see coming, nothing anybody expected at all. I wanted so badly to be in Rome, not knowing that weeks and months later, the world would turn upside down and the chaos would ensue, not only due to COVID, but to social justice issues that took place as well. I am so grateful for Rome. Like that trip was amazing. Like I truly cannot thank God enough for that opportunity and that privilege and that blessing. But if I could go back to the time before, I would. Like, I feel like that's one of those things, like, people are like, if you could tell your younger self something, like, what would you say? I would go back and talk to myself before I went to Rome, you know, the end of 2019, like, that's who I would talk to. And I, you know, I would tell myself to appreciate the moments with family and friends, to not rush 
you know, mentally to be in the time of the trip, but to appreciate the sense of normalcy where I can constantly see my family and at every break would spend time with my best friends. I really am looking back on, you know, the past year and realizing how I took that time for granted. You know, I assumed, well, I can just hope that I'm in Rome now and then when we're back, you know, I'll see family, I'll see friends and everything will just go back to normal. I really took that for granted when I didn't know that. I mean, it wasn't a guarantee that things would always be normal for me. It's not a guarantee for any of us, but I just assumed that. I just went into this rushed mindset of, I just want to be in Rome. I just want to be in Rome. But now if I could go back, I would definitely, you know, really be more... I don't know, I guess just aware and present when I'm with family and friends than assuming that, oh, you know, it's fine because I'll see them again. You know, that's such a guarantee, right? You know, and I think that's something that I know I need to work on. I need to stop trying to make time fly by and to work on being more grounded in the moment. I mean, seeing how much God has done in my life and changed me during quarantine is so wild, you guys. Like, before quarantine, you know, I would read Bible here and there, pray here and there. wasn't really in joyful heart. I wasn't looking to do things for the Lord. And I was, you know, keeping it safe and keeping it simple, staying in my little comfort zone, doing the bare minimum each and every day. And just seeing how till now, I'm still not perfect. I still have a long list of things I need to work on. But just just seeing how God has pushed me and nudged me out of my comfort zone and saying, just trust me. Like, look how many great things I can do for you if you just trust me. And, you know, I see myself doing again. I'm trying to rush out of quarantine. I'm trying to break free from all of this, which I know is something that we can all relate to. Because even though, you know, I probably will quarantine for a while, even after everyone's vaccinated and still will wear a mask because I'm just very paranoid. You know, we want that sense of normalcy. And I find myself, you know, as I said, you know, wanting to rush out of quarantine. But it's just cool and amazing and wonderful to see how God has used this quote-unquote boring and uneventful time in my life to really work on me and to work on my life and to work on getting me back on the path headed for him, not headed for the world. You know, not the wide path, but the straight and the narrow one that not a lot of people want to take, but God has really been reshaping me and redefining me and refining me and you know, as much as we want to be out of quarantine, I'm really learning to kind of slow down because I feel like another thing is all throughout college, I'm just like, I want it to be this break. Okay. I want to be done with this semester. I want to be done with this school year. And now I'm a senior in college. I have like what it's March to April, May left. I have like two months left of college and I'm like, can't even comprehend it. Can't even like wrap my mind fully around that like I I now I want time to kind of slow down a little bit like I'm so behind on projects and I have so much stuff that I need to do so it's just crazy how we one day we want to go forward and the other days we want to go backwards and like everyone else as much as we do not like quarantine anymore and we are over it I don't know if things would be the same if we weren't in quarantine and like if the world was how we assumed it would be you know what I mean 
Like, I don't think I would have started the podcast if it hadn't been for quarantine. I don't think I would have, you know, gone back into the Instagram, started up a Pinterest, started working on a website. I really don't think it would have happened. I think it really was destined to be this way. And I know in saying that, you know, COVID's not a good thing. It's horrible. It's taken so many people from us. It has been such a traumatic period globally. You know, we have to recognize that. But I think it also just shows how God can use us and use bad things for good, for his good. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, right now, we're looking forward to the end of quarantine and be able to get back out, you know. But just imagine how many people are and have been saved during quarantine that wouldn't have been saved outside of it. Like I know at my local church, they've had record breaking numbers of online attendance. And that's because of quarantine and COVID. And sometimes, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I think it's just crazy how for so long I wanted time to move forward, but now I want it to reverse. So we just have to really work on just slowing down and being a little bit more patient because good things do take time. We need to learn to slow down and not try to rush through life and time because it really is so precious. And I think that's something we've all seen throughout quarantine. I hope that this resonates with you all and you can see spots in your own life where you need to slow down a bit or in overall in general. I just hope that you all enjoyed this episode and I'm wishing you all a great rest of your day and a blessed week. Bye! Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys!